0: It's a new show. What are we doing? We're taping Monday night. Fez is out past 9 p.m. The authorities have been notified. (laughs) Fez is with me. I'm RJ Bell, pregame.com. This is our push into more podcast content. AJ and Fez took care of week one. Unexpected detained, I was. But hey, listen, that's what's nice about having a deep bench with these guys. Well, Fez is on the front lines. How you doing, Fez?
1: I am excellent, RJ. Ready to rock.
0: Let's do it. Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to go through the games. Well, we're going to do it from this perspective. We're looking ahead. Fez is going to tell you the line moves so far. As of Monday night, what has happened? Now, Fez, this is my take on the line moves. You tell me if you agree. Now, why am I asking Fez? Why isn't he asking me? Uh-huh. No. Because he's the best at this. That's why it's an easy answer. Of all the people I know, and listen, we got some great guys doing different things. Fez does a lot of stuff. But I'll tell you this. When I talk to other people, I listen to other pods, sometimes I'm thinking, man, that guy's good. I, you know, good. I wish I had that. At pregame, very rarely, well, never do I think that guy understands line moves better than Fez. So this is, in my opinion, the best in breed. And thus, I ask him, here's my take. You got the world opener. That's the f- now, you had your look aheads coming in. So there was action you could bet on that. But as David Malinsky, rest in peace, used to explain hey, listen, if you're betting 2,000 a game, that's fine, that's great. You're betting 20,000, now 10x are you giving away your position. But if you're betting 100,000, then the math gets crazier. Don't want to tip your hand. Exactly. So I think you have a lot of really affluent individual bettors, the guys that are betting between a thousand and three thousand a game. If they can get two thousand at a better number, they're going to take it. You agree with that, right? Yes. And with the look ahead now spreading around, where there's multiple books giving them, you can crack it a couple places and and, and get a lot, you know, relatively. Probably five k down, right?
1: Exactly, and then the question is: Are you tipping the hand? Do people see that movement and are like, oh, you know,
0: is it? Yeah, it's. Yeah. Is it
1: worth it? Is it
0: worth it? Yes. And in theory, if you were looking to push around and dummy up lines, as Billy calls it, it seems like the look aheads would be a great place to do it. Limited liquidity, smaller money is moving lines. Right,
1: especially late Saturday night, right before they they come down, because normally they pull these down before well, Sunday morning,
0: because they don't want them during the game.
1: So go ahead and smack it into Bet Online and and Chris, and hopefully get some copycats, and then boom, the odds makers might copy that number the next on the true opener when the limits are much higher.
0: And that's a good question: is when it opens up, then Sunday night after the games have been played or most of them, how much of a factor do you think the lookheads have on the openers?
1: You know, I think it depends year to year.
0: All right. How about this year so far?
1: I don't think it matters that much.
0: All right. So what we'll do as we go through these is I'll tell you what the look ahead close was, and we can compare and see. Now, the world openers happen. Chris is the one that really is the market maker. Also, Bookmaker.eu uses a second name for that. All right. It's the same company allegedly oh wait i don't think it's allegedly but uh, <laughs> um sports 411 also is that right I don't yes even, yeah i don't get involved now here <laughs> here's what i would say is sometimes there'll be like a bet online or something that opens before chris now here's how you know chris is the number that matters the most let's say bet online opens at, at minus three if chris opens at four and a half the bet online, it doesn't meet in the middle usually. The bet online number moves, I think they're probably moving on air pretty quickly. Now, they still might say a half a point below, but it seems like there's a quick merging. Would if one's
1: three and one's six and Chris is at six, it will become five and a half yeah. quickly.
0: Yeah, and you would think coming off of three, yeah, it'd be harder. Okay, so then what you get is that the initial, uh, Openers and maybe Chris is first, maybe they're not. But when Chris comes in, the line settles around that. But then it's open for a couple hours and people are betting it. So you have the move from the open to the end of that first night. Then a lot of places shut down or lower their limits. And then in Vegas, they open back up. Now, What on Monday, what time, or at least the Vegas books typically are opening up. What time is that typically?
1: Usually about? Vegas has them up now on Sunday evenings. All right, so Whoa. the Westgate comes in
0: Sunday. Yeah, but Westgate's not taking the big bets. I mean, I'm not saying You're you right. don't respect it, but I'm saying the MGMs of the world and and the whatever they're calling Caesars now.
1: Caesars, William. I still don't know if it's Caesars or William Hill. They're going to have to explain to him. I know I get Caesars
0: rewards from uh, it. You know that much. All right, so my question is, They're not – I mean, Caesars isn't open on Sunday night. MGM's not open on Sunday night. They're
1: open – you know, MGM wasn't open first thing Monday, but Caesars was.
0: Okay, first thing – so we're we're saying it's first thing Monday, and a lot of times you see significant moves from Monday at open to even a couple hours from then. Oh, absolutely. Because that's when they're saying this is the time where everyone's open and we can play everywhere and the limits are higher at some of these places, et cetera.
1: Yes, although last week, Tuesday morning – there was three major line moves that happened mm-hmm. after 9 a.m. I, so I don't know if the limits go higher at 9 a.m.
0: On Tuesday? Yes. No,
1: no, no. So I, w- w- for whatever reason, yeah. the screen went crazy with three games on Tuesday on sides last week. And what were the three? I don't recall.
0: Okay. Because my uh, – here's the thing. Uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong. The The syndicates, the biggest batters, the groups, are coming in with these are the – here's our lines – Here's the games we – and they know pretty much where it's going to open. Here's the games we think we're going to hit. Now their debate is when do we hit them because we want to get the most down or at least our whole bite down as much as we want, and, but we want to get it the best number. right? So they're always debating. Do we get some of it down now and tip our hands like we said? But come Monday is the first time they can – not that the, the limits will go up later, right? But, you know It will increase later, and especially game day. But they're not going to wait game. I mean, I guess if it's a monster bet, they can wait till game day and figure we want to get so much down. Even Monday, we're not going to be able to get down what we want. But come Monday, it feels like the first chance. It's almost like this. You're waiting for last call. Oh, I'm sorry, not last call. You're waiting for at a bar where they have happy hour. Right. So let's say it's four to six. Now, if it's three fifty, what are you doing? Fez? You're going to wait ten you, minutes. You just you just do orbit around. Yeah, and you or wait, you sit and do whatever. Then come four, happy hour. Give me a three. You know, boom, 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 and then you get your drinks, right? You,
1: you've obviously been telling me at, uh, <laughs> ta- at it, it's a Taco Bell that at two at two p.m. they have a ninety-nine cent slushy.
0: Is that? Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. All right, <laughs> what flavor? So, uh, lemon lime. Uh, oh, mandu, I like lemon lime slushy. Mountain Dew, lemon lime. Mm, all right, I, I, you know it would be good a little Dairy Queen cream ice. Dairy Queen ice cream right in there. Well I do I do a diet, mountain Dew. Uh-huh. Oh right, yeah,
1: of course. with the slushy, and then I'll drink, you know you you drink two-thirds of the slushy and it's gone, uh-huh. and then then I'll pour it, and it's no good anymore. Then oh, I'll it's pour, no
0: good cause you've taken all the sugar out. Well,
1: then I'll pour in the diet and then it's like oh. the right solution. okay, I digress. <laughs> all
0: right. You gotta figure he's got a lot of little angles on on his on his weight loss bat. okay. Um, but the analogy is Monday morning. Is the start of happy hour, meaning they have They know what they wanted. You knew your drinks, but you don't order till the circumstances allow it, right? Yes. So you'd agree with that? I would. And in the first couple hours on Monday, you now know these, at least as of now, were the sides that, that the syndicates and the big groups wanted to play.
1: Maybe I could get down... 60,000, I don't know, 100,000 on Monday, you know, if I've coordinated efforts. No, together. Oh, take, yeah, like 10 think, grand here, 20 grand there. I think you get there,
0: more than that, can't. If yeah. you
1: got compromised with, you know, by the, the yeah. half points. Yeah, right. you could, you, I mean, but, but if you're going to get the same number, I think 100,000
0: yeah, concentrate and, and, and and that. And, and that's handling almost every syndicate, almost every play. I yes. mean, there's not a lot they're betting more than 100K on a game. Right. So, um, and again, if, if so, sometimes you'll see that on Sunday morning and, and sometimes you'll get that 100K down like it more, like it more as the week goes on, maybe, or nothing goes wrong. Come Sunday, the line moves against them or something. They might bang it again. So, to some degree, they know what they want, but the market moving forward gives them other opportunities potentially.
1: Yeah, look at tonight's game. So people liked Buffalo. Line went up to ten against Tennessee. Then mm-hmm. right blink right before kickoff, here come those nine halves again. So you get another kick at the can if you want Buffalo. Could have laid nine and a half, made some more. So
0: money. all those smart pros were waiting for the ten, huh?
1: Um, I think they were waiting for ten and a half, which never materialized. And then they said, they kind of went, okay, I'll take the 10.
0: I can't know? believe they thought I was going to 10 and a half. Okay. Yeah. So that's generally Fez is going to break it down. Cause if that's all it was, you could look yourself and figure it out. Fez can read, does this look funny? Does this look what's going on here? Boy, I expected this to move. Why did this open so different? Monday night
1: game on Tennessee, by the way. So that's you, people are feeling maybe the market didn't wouldn't go to ten and a half like you
0: said, but uh-huh. maybe some select rogue yeah. people would go ten and a half. Yeah, yeah, especially the the very public books, right? Because right. the theory is there's a lot of public money on Buffalo. Yep. Okay, so as you decide what order we go in, and I'll be counterpunching. We're gonna go rotation order. We'll start on Thursday
1: night, Pittsburgh. Your Steelers at Cleveland. Cleveland opens minus three and a half on Sunday. Then on Monday morning, boom, this line moves all the way to five rapidly. On Monday morning.
0: Okay. So in general, if moves happen a half point at a time, it's more public money. When they happen all at once, like in a movie where they're planning at 1105, go, and then there's people locking doors and going into banks or whatever. If it's a coordinated, concerted effort, that's usually syndicates. So this Mm -hmm. is syndicate money on Cleveland. Yes. All right. And you disagree. Completely. So I make this game three. My
1: power ratings on these two teams, I have Cleveland minus two. Two points worse than an average team. Pittsburgh minus three. The curious thing about this is I— right,
0: So you're saying two points for home field gets the three.
1: That's right. And the curious thing is I really downgraded Pittsburgh, so this would be controversial. I moved Pittsburgh down a point and a half in my latest power
0: rating. And They, the, they, they, they pushed the game. They now, pushed the game. We can debate that because— I'm a fan of having a line that represents where the majority of the money was bet. Mm, How many two and a half. Yeah. How many people bet in New England and won? More than bet in New England and pushed. Mm -hmm. So why not have the the line that is the grading line should be the most representative of the public's uh, result on the game? So let's say, but either way, they either won by half a po- or lost by half a point, or pushed.
1: Right, it was right around. Yeah, yeah What so the number was?
0: How how you you better make a good case why that's deceiving.
1: Yeah, well, the New England certainly won the stats. They outgamed Pittsburgh by more than a hundred yards. The yards per play was dominant for New England. Right, but let's
0: be clear now: hundred yards is about fifteen points a yard. So you're saying they should have won by seven, according to that. Yes. All right. So if they lose by seven and only lose the and cover the teaser. That does That feels like a half point downgrade.
1: It it does.
0: All right. So what? What? what make your case. Well, so I'm gonna, should be
1: more. It's going to be the eye test. I don't feel. Uh oh. Uh oh. They got no pressure at quarterback, and I feel like the TJ Watt. I didn't adjust enough for him. How being much out. did you adjust? Initially, I just adjusted half a point. I don't yeah, think that, that wasn't was nearly
0: enough. enough. Well, so. I don't think it's a point and a half. I think it's a, a, a point.
1: So so there, there, there was an extra half point that I should have adjusted last week, mm-hmm. I think, that I went ahead and put on. And I think that you know this whole Trubisky, I don't think he's integrating with the offense nearly as well as I thought he would.
0: Hmm. But doesn't that show in the score of him losing, let's say, even by seven? It just feels like... Hmm. Well, there now, was the, fact the, the fact you're off the market now also probably says that you're out. Like, because when let's be honest, you don't change your lines for the market. No. But if the market's disagreeing with you, you double check to say, "Boy, do I really want to take a stand here?"
1: You know, and even with this major reduction, I mean, I'm, I'm still landing on three on this game. So I still love Pittsburgh, despite downgrading them a point and a half. Think
0: about that. Okay, so yeah, let's back up because I might have missaid that. So you're saying you you got a three. If uh, there's no way you haven't adjusted Pittsburgh enough, is what you're saying?
1: Exactly, right? I've just done a mammoth adjust, like you said. Yeah. The game almost the game
0: landed on the number. Yeah. So and 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 again, that's not the whole story because if it was just the final score, but we're saying by the well, let's look at the stats. So what we've been doing lately, and Mackenzie's done a good job on this. We look at and I'll just read it off to you, Fez. Pittsburgh, if we just looked at yards, they should have lost by nine. That's interesting. So you're saying it's even more – it was a little more than 100 yards in, right? Okay. Um, By yards per play, they would have lost by eight. By our line of scrimmage EPA minus luck. So we look at the EPA. We take out some obvious luck. It's saying six. Now, Kevin Cole does good stuff at PFF. He projects five. So it seems like the numbers are right in line. First down projections say three Pittsburgh should have lost by, and then EPA projections say four. So, I mean, we're between. Call it six and a yeah, half. Yeah, four to six, seven. So the more, every major seems to agree with that. Mm-hmm. You're saying we're doing a residual half a point downgrade because of what? Because you reevaluate. A half a point is what probably it should be by the numbers. But you know something? I'm going another half a point. And still, Pittsburgh's coming in under the number. You're saying it should be three, and the real line is? Five. And the opener was three and a half. So even the opener disagreed with you. A little bit, yes. Now, but what about, let's look at the other side. Let's Let's look look at at, Cleveland.
1: Let's let's look at Cleveland. Fascinating, because I didn't adjust Cleveland. So they lose outright Mm -hmm. as a big favorite. But they're up seven with two minutes to go. Oh,
0: even more. They're up thirteen with a minute fifty left. Yes.
1: Yeah, so they're they're up seven in the red zone. If Chubb, if Chubb would have went down. If he goes down, they probably win by ten. All right. Either they, they win, win. by they seven, win. they win by seven or ten, unless. Well, I think they can run out of the, out yeah, the clock they, at that y- point. Yeah, So, so they, they, they he could have gone down on the, 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 the running back could have gone down on the five, and then he could have gone down on the two. So they could have won by ten, or they could have won by seven. But instead, they went up by thirteen, and ultimately they wind up losing. Now, I can't just completely throw that last two minutes in the garbage can. Wow.
0: Well, but you well, let, let's look at the stats again, and I won't run through every one every time, but. What we do is we average all of them, Mm -hmm. and the average was Cleveland winning by six points, right? Which is what... Expectation. Yeah, and I mean, that is not... We reverse engineering it. We'll go over each one one more time. By yards, zero points. They should have tied. By uh, YPP, one. By line of scrimmage, four. Kevin Cole says 11. First down, say 12. Uh, EPA projections, say three. So you add all those up, average it out. It comes out to 6.1. So that mean and, and 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 Brissett had one of his best games ever, really. Mm-hmm. So to me, you can't downgrade Cleveland. If anything, you might upgrade him. The only reason I wouldn't upgrade him is I'd have concerns about the psychology off that loss. Yes. So you went
1: flat with that. So I went flat. sounds like that's consistent mm-hmm. with your numbers. So here I'm at a quandary. I'm I make it you know what? This is why I bet. I make it three, the line's five, I'm gonna go ahead and take the dog here.
0: Okay, and no, you don't see any injuries. Look, like major injuries. Looking ahead,
1: no. The only issue is it's a Thursday game, which we hate to bet a road team. But you know what? These two teams are so close together; they know each other. Division rivals. I think it mitigates that whole not wanting to play the Thursday dog.
0: And what we have found on the Thursday travel is, and that's why the dog or the road teams are usually a negative. Is we have found the distance of the trip matters and we have found the time of the season matters. If you you don't mm. you're not as tired in week 3. Week 13, the lack of rest can really hurt you. So this is about as easy a road trip as you're going to get,
1: right? To take a yeah. bu- almost a but do they take a bus trip?
0: Then? I I think they do. I'm yeah. not sure though. And plus, in division matters in that you're more familiar, thus the short week doesn't mean as much, right? In theory, you could play them in one day's rest cuz you've game plan for them so much. Yes. All right. So it means right now, if things could change, you're leaning Pittsburgh.
1: I'm going to bet Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and again, you're betting it early. Here we go. Okay. Next game. Next game, Baltimore at New England. Opener. Oh, 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 New England it. plus three. I'm, I'm going to give everything from the perspective of the home team. All right. So New England plus three. So they're saying about five, Baltimore's about five points better.
1: Yes. That's right. the current number is
0: three. I make the number pick them. All right. So what was the line move? No line move at all. All right. You make it pick them. I do. So you you got to be either w- way high on New England or way low on Baltimore. Yes. All right. Which one is it? Do you think? <laughs> well, give me give me your uh, ranking or, I, or the plus or minus uh, an average team. So average team, I have uh, Baltimore two points better. All right, So that's going to be a lot lower than a lot of people. Yes. All right, And the uh, and I'm saying New England's average. I'm guessing is maybe either minus a half or so. What do you got? For? I got him zero. Okay. I think that's right. So I think you're on market there. You
1: know, I always like to have Belichick a little higher maybe than the marketplace. Well, I, think, I agree.
0: I think so. The, the, I was telling AJ, his, his, he made a brilliant debate with me about how New England wasn't the right side. It was the first time in an NFL game he ever swayed me. Mm. You knew it swayed me off a winner. Mm. I mean, because in the contest, two and a half. Right, it was two and but, a half. But go ahead.
1: Sure. Um, you know what's what's interesting about this game? Let me throw this out to you. So there was the look ahead package that they put out spreads on, and this mm-hmm. and the look ahead in this game was pick 'em. Mm-hmm. And now I want to ask you, what has really happened? To make us change our
0: opinion on these teams? Do we think New England's... All right, so, so let's be clear, Fez. The look ahead in the summer was pick Yes. But the look ahead last week was three. That's right. Okay. So w- what's changed in the summer is is New England has... Their brand has dropped through a roof.
1: You're you're right. So right. what's happening is is all the the, the through really a roof. I don't think is how brand things go down. Offensively, like the basement. The, uh, the offense, nothing but bad reports mm-hmm. through it. You're, you're you're spot on. That's what caused this move. So much negativity about the offense and the like during late August, right before preseason, and that's um, carrying over. Uh, I got to tell you, so since since but,
0: so you don't you're skeptical of the merit of it.
1: I am. I I, I have New well, explain England. Explain why? Well, I've got New England as an average team as a zero. Uh, like circular, if we just discussed, somewhat.
0: Like what? What did you see? Like the Miami game was deceiving, right? Whereas it looked like New England got spanked. In truth, there were some. Adjustments to the scores that said New England should have won the game.
1: Yes, I'm not saying
0: that's true, but I'm saying it was it was a much closer game New than it. New seemed.
1: England turns it over in the red zone. They, uh, they had a lot of things go wrong week one against Miami. So phony final score. They probably should have lost by seven. You know, yeah, and they got blown out. I'm not out. sure
0: about that, but okay. What I'm saying is, remember there was a defensive touchdown. I mean, mm-hmm. it was twenty to seven. So I don't know how you know you take the defensive touchdown away. Sure. So now you're at seven, and you know. um, let's think about Baltimore for a second. Well, well, one, if you want to think about New England for one more second, Miami looks better now. Like, if anything, week two validates the loss in a way. That's
1: yeah, a good point because, it, and, and really underrated a strength of schedule. I love, you know, looking at a strength of schedule. Especially
0: this early when there's only two games. A, right? The, a, the a, Giants, a, for example. You know.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, if, 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 if Looking at how the team you played week one, how they do week two, and if they did lousy again. They
0: look at Tennessee. All of a sudden, the Giants win doesn't look as impressive.
1: No, because Tennessee is a below-average team instead of a playoff team. I I think that that, that would be our conclusion right now. Exactly.
0: Let's look at the season stats, and this is the new unnamed. We're going to be looking ahead. It could be line move report, but that's so boring. It could be early looks. That, Market report. No, no. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll crowdsource it. To me and crowd what? Me and Mackenzie's three personalities. There'll be a little four-person table. You might might want to go over on that. <laughs> wow, zing! His mic's broken for today. He doesn't know what to do. He's gonna start pounding. Oh, he's Mike. gonna be pounding out like Morse code on the control room window. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at Baltimore on the season. So what we did is we're looking at EPA, but we're taking away garbage time, Uh all right? And we're doing a little aggressively with that 10% each way, okay? So week through, through two weeks, we won't just look at week two. We'll go through two weeks looking at this Baltimore. And let's do a quick tutorial on this. So EPA, expected points added. Every play is discreetly considered. Where were you before the play? Where were you after the play? What advantage did you gain or what disadvantage? And- Success rate is a binary. Each play, did you do well or didn't you? Mm-hmm. All right. So what we do, now what's the difference between the two? EPA weights very heavily the monster play. So let's think back to the Chargers, the pick six. Um, 17 all turn, turns the game around. That's going to be like a 12-point play. Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
0: In success rate, it was one positive play. Mm. In general, in short sample sizes, you want to use success rate because the big plays are pretty random. Over a season, you, you know, EPA and success rate tend to converge. It mm. kind of makes sense, right? Yes. So here's what we got for Baltimore. On offense, their success rate was 20th. Their EPA was 10th, and this is for two games. So, hey, Lamar Jackson's had a couple big plays in both games. And that's made a big difference, right? Sure. So you can see where the difference from – they were very unsuccessful. or not very, but 20th on a binary. Yes, no, yes, no. But when one of your plays is a big 55-yard run.
1: Yeah, when you run for a long touchdown and throw for an 80-yard, you know, bomb, that's certainly going to help, yes.
0: And and you know what? With Lamar, you almost want to kind of say that's going to happen mm-hmm. and maybe it's not as fluky. On defense, they're 12th and I think 10th, yeah. So their defense is 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 – Uh, top third of the league and their offense, if we split the difference and say 15th or so, but I think you got to give a little more, let's call it 13th. -hmm. So I think you're 10th on defense, 13th on offense. Does your plus two represent that?
1: I think the jury's out. On the defense because they played the Jets and shut the Jets down completely, mm-hmm. and then they just got absolutely destroyed by Tua. So mm. I don't. I don't. It, I, if I, that I,
0: game ends after uh, well, fifty-three minutes. Uh, what was it? Thirteen minutes left. Right? It, 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 if, yeah, ends if, it, if, if
1: the, seven quarters in. Baltimore probably had, was a top-five defense.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and do you feel like that that was representative of what we saw? Like, is that how bad? Because remember, Baltimore had real cluster injuries at DB. I, yeah,
1: I, I think you nailed it. So now I'm, I, I downgrade Baltimore a point because I'm very concerned about, you know, the, the uh, injuries in so, the and the secondary.
0: But do we feel like those are going to uh, continue into this week? Yes. Okay. So that, I I think, if what you're saying is my the numbers would probably have them plus three, but because of their current state, I'm downgrading them and making them plus two.
1: Exactly, and that's why I'm much higher on the— New England in this game than the marketplace.
0: Okay, let's go to New England. They, we, it's the flip side of that mm-hmm. Pittsburgh game. They, you know, Pittsburgh, sh- New England should have won by about six or so. I think we agree. What did, did you see anything with, oh, Belichick's got this handled, the offense is going to be fine, or what did you see in the game? One plus, one minus. All right.
1: The minus was, you know, their first touchdown, I'm sure you saw it, was a pass to Aguilar, long pass, that maybe catches one out of four times. It's like a 40 yard touchdown pass. So, boom, that's kind of undeserved. But then, what I also saw is the end of the game, the four minute drill, them just. Pittsburgh knew they are going to run the ball. Pittsburgh's a physical team, and New England just took it right down the field. Game ends with them in the red zone, ran out the clock. Extremely impressive. No points, but extremely impressive.
0: Okay, so not to diminish your uh, point, but Pittsburgh's run D really was bad last year. So in general, they're physical. uh, And it doesn't diminish that New England was able to run out the clock, but I think just for those listening, uh, I think Pittsburgh's run D has been surprisingly you know, below average, if not worse than that, has been my thought.
1: Mm, it's a good point, point. and did absolutely show up then at the end of the game. Because when you know your opponent's going to run at the end, you should be able to stop it, even with an average rush rush team.
0: But we still wouldn't expect it to be. You know, New England's exceeded expectations in that last drive, even with the assumption of Pittsburgh's limitations. I think yes. And you know, one last thing: the NFL puts out a fast start. It's called, and it's a uh, play-by-play. And with each play, they say. This is the percentage chance of this team winning before the play, and they got long history on this stuff. There wasn't one series New England began with the ball that they were below sixty-five percent. So, hmm. I mean, they were a slight favorite coming in, but so at no point, so sixty-five with a minus three, kind of start the game. Right. right. So at no point did they dip down. You know, so in theory, their their line in the game in game would have been over three or over every, every point. You know, based upon their model, which is pretty good. And New England, though yardage-wise, and at the end of the game, with it 17-14. Now, this was with 14 minutes and 58 seconds left. Right, it was after the Trubisky touchdown made it 17-14. There was an entire quarter left. and And after that, it was punt, punt, punt. Punt, six-minute, 33-second drive to end the game. It's an old-school game. (laughs) It is when New England's playing Pittsburgh. Last comment, the Tampa Bay game last year against New England, there was a sense that Arians versus Belichick, that was an old-school game. A lot of punting where maybe Mm. teams wouldn't punt. I remember Dick LeBeau, Steeler, former D.C., great D.C., but he had the 3-4 they, they, with the Blitzberg, but there wasn't great D-backs. And what would happen is if Pittsburgh played a team that didn't have a top-eight quarterback, their defense smothered them. They'd say they couldn't score sometimes. But when they would play Brady, and some of that was man and zone and stuff, but when they would play Brady or the elites, they got torched. And it wasn't just like hmm. they, got, they played worse than uh, just based upon how good the quarterbacks were. It was that style of play was a problem. Do you think Belichick might be there? They play a Buffalo when it's not windy, it's not cold. Maybe – I'm not saying the game's passing by, but maybe with lesser athletes because New England has won for so long, it's kind of hard to draft well. Brady made up for some of that. He's gone. New England's talent's probably, what, 23rd, 24th? He's making them maybe 15th, 14th, but against a Buffalo – I'm not sure if we don't look to play on Belichick when he plays other old school teams, but against the modern, but the Chargers, he killed. Them. I mean, he, he, don't, I mean, it, the score didn't look yeah. like, so I don't know. It, it feels like he's very comfortable in these kind of games. Th-
1: this game felt like a, a tug of war, you know, where New England was just a little bit stronger mm-hmm. and just pulling the rope all game long until they, until Pittsburgh fell off the cliff.
0: Are you yeah. worried about fatigue with Pittsburgh? Considering the fact that they had a, a a tough game against Cincinnati, that went to overtime. Mm-hmm. Then they're playing against New England, and now they got a Thursday. Now they're in a short week.
1: You know that that's very sage. That could well explain uh, I mean, why not
0: explain that might
1: well. It's a Thursday. The, the, why the Thursday game without travel took so much money? Mm-hmm. But there's probably there probably is you know that they're carrying more fatigue from that. Yes. Next game. Next game. Let's go. Uh, Buffalo, Miami. So now Buffalo played Monday night. That, that game just ended. So this is going to be a very abbreviated handicap. The opener
0: was Miami plus five. Let's uh, be clear. This opened Sunday night. Yes. Even though the uh, one of the teams was playing tonight.
1: Yes. It came down to four. All right. N- the new line has not come up yet. I expect okay. it probably will go back up to five. Buffalo looks so good.
0: When did it go off the board?
1: Uh, off the board on the kickoff.
0: Oh, right, a kickoff. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it dropped a point before that. Okay. So now here's my question. <sighs> In general, if you're betting Sunday night and it's a team that's playing Monday, injury-wise, injury the only thing that can happen is there's more injuries. Mm. Like There's some chance that um, Josh Allen would have got hurt this game, right? Mm. And that would have moved the line like nine points or whatever, right? Is there a general strategy if you like early in the week betting against a team playing on Monday night that betting it Sunday has a lot of value because you're getting a free roll on injuries,
1: You've said this before, and I think it's really strong. No one else has ever said that before, Mm -hmm. but yes, I think that if you're already looking to fade a team that's playing Monday night, that's playing the following week, go ahead and fade them and bet it before the game starts. Let me pull back the curtain for one other thing you might want to consider. absolutely. The correlated parlay. Mm -hmm. They let you play week one, or in this case, week two, parlayed to week three. So you could have bet Buffalo parlayed to Buffalo. So obviously if Buffalo— Which is a
0: correlation in theory. Of,
1: yes. Not as much as you'd like sometimes in the NFL because we've seen situations where a team covers and then the number moves the other way. But in general, I think when a team you know mm. covers, I think it's worth half a point to the line. Yeah.
0: Now here's the thing. Under that theory, you might say, well, why don't we just wait to see who wins? Then we bet the teams that win. But if you look at the ATS in the database because they win one week doesn't make them win the next at all, even 51% but you get getting to play at the number before they win.
1: Right. Part of the reason they don't cover as much but is, is, an is now, now Buffalo's probably going to be laying five. Don't you think it'll probably move a point based on just that action?
0: Tonight, I think, yeah. Because to some degree, and we'll go over this on the Wednesday show, and remember, guys, this is a situation where um, we'll be doing this Monday night, released overnight, Tuesday morning you'll have it. We'll be doing the normal Wednesday show, which is the dream preview with the picks and the best bets. If you look at Buffalo's run now, this game, against the Rams last week, against the the Chiefs, which they lost but still played great, then against New England in the playoffs, that's about as good of a run as we've ever seen an offense have.
1: Exactly right. And I wanted to ask you, so I I had Buffalo coming into this game plus eight, eight points better than an average team. Which is a lot this early in the year. A huge. It's a really high rating so I'm not going to bump, bump Buffalo up to nine, although I normally would bump them a point. Mm-hmm. I, I got to go through the box scores, rewatch the game. But I'm only going to bump them half a point because they're already, you know, at that ceiling of about – this is mm-hmm. about as good as a team should get in week two.
0: The only thing I would say that I agree with you is because Tennessee looks so bad in a way in week one. If Tennessee was a more – we don't know how bad Tennessee is, right? I mean, them losing their edge rusher right before the year was tough – uh, Henry doesn't look, maybe Henry is a problem, right? And yes. now what do you got if that's the case? Or um, Tannehill, Vrabel was a great coach. Yeah, But remember, Buffalo had revenge in this game too. They weren't, you know, so they were ready. And plus they had 10 days. Mm-hmm. I'm not diminishing it. I'm saying maybe Tennessee's not as bad as I think maybe. So
1: next game. Next game, let's go Cincinnati. Jets, how about those Bengals, huh? So it opens up, Jets plus four and a half. They're the home team. Jets are still getting plus four and a half. My number makes it five.
0: Okay, so a little lean there. Um, the Jets, remember now, we were, t- we were talking before the show uh, after week one. It might have been Tuesday, Wednesday. And I said, who's the worst team in the NFL? Because if you look at last week, the lines really moved, or I'm not the lines. If you take like the top six or seven, not top worst teams, based on win totals, those teams all almost all performed well. It was either they won or they covered. Think about all the bad teams. Atlanta, uh, Chicago, yeah, yes, A- and Houston. So the theory was the Jets looked bad. It was like, man, I don't. The Jets weren't in that bottom tier to start, but some people were saying they're the worst team. Actually, Baltimore's Jets defense played pretty well. There's a couple big plays from Lamar. Obviously, with Flacco, it wasn't so great that week. Now they go in, and, and you can say what you want. They still played competitively. You know, even if you say they don't get to win, they didn't have the amazing comeback, right?
1: And, and they even with the, the blown coverage, they get the touchdown. They get the miracle onside kick. They still had to drive the last 55 yards, and they
0: did it, and Flacco looked good. I mean, listen, if you're, I think it's been like since 2001 a team won in that circumstance. <laughs> so let's look at the Jets a little bit on EPA and stuff. And this is real simple, right? We don't have to over talk it. Just enjoy the data. The Jets on offense are 21st on e, uh, EPA, 28th on success rate. Okay? So we'll just split the difference. And then on defense, I mean, this is interesting. On EPA, they're 29th. On success rate, they're 19th. So if you take the better numbers here, and and that's a little bit of a cheat, but let's do it for the Jets. They need the help. (laughs) I mean, this is a team that's the 19th best defense, and it's got the 21st best offense. Way better
1: than where I've got them rated because I've got a minus six, which is at the bottom of oh, the barrel how you,
0: but how can you do that when, no, let's question the, all right we got to have some kind of <laughs> it, it won't be like a bet, but we're gonna say hold on a second if you stack rank entering the season by season wins adjusted by let's say strength of schedule which I like to do the Jets were like the Mackenzie can you pop that up on the screen that printout. okay um I mean, if I'm guessing here, they were like the eighth team from the bottom.
1: Nah, like third or fourth. I don't. Think Just Atlanta so. and Houston
0: worse. Oh right. well, let's take a gander at that. Right. So why don't we keep going, and then once he puts it up, we can talk about it. But how much have you upgraded them on the year? Not nothing. So they you got think crushed the- by Baltimore, and they were. And well, they, but, but and that the sounds, show- that's scoreboard watching—that's too much. No, your sc-
1: scoreboard watching week two—they lost by seven to ten. Yeah, but they well, lost firstly, by. There was seven.
0: No, where's the ten? There was no ten. But, well, if if Chubb had just fallen down on well, the two, oh, the Jets on. would have used their— say a they, bunch of ifs and ifs and ifs. Well, ifs, but ifs. It was, no it. one falls down on the two there. <laughs> when he's running away completely free because the same guy ran out of bounds and screwed you, remember? It, the old, with two minutes to play, if you had me set a line,
1: nine and a half on that game, I would have laid the nine and a half.
0: Okay, but that that means that you are discounting all the good things the Jets did after. That's a good point. I mean, because here's what I I say to people that say, if Cincinnati could have lost to the Raiders, so you don't – yeah, maybe. So let's assume they could have. But in this world, they didn't. Even if you dismiss the – again, the Raiders, maybe maybe the Tennessee is a better example – but they had an opportunity to then play really well against the Chiefs and then play pretty well against the Rams. And
1: obviously, we can't throw that in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Even though it should never have happened, well, it did happen, and they played great in that final two minutes.
0: Do you think it should have never happened, or it's it's reasonable that it might not have happened? It's I don't think reasonable
1: it that it would yeah, not have
0: happened because uh, I don't think there was any game that. All right,
1: you I'll accept that. I I, I probably said I, I I probably stamped it. All right, <laughs> Cleveland won by ten, and I'm not giving the Jets credit. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna all right, I, have, I give it. out my power ratings every Tuesday morning. I'm going to bump the Jets from by half a point. So I I'm going to bump so. them up half. I think so. And maybe that's modest, but I don't want to go too far away. No, no, interest. I
0: agree. I agree. And, and I just think symbolically it's hard to look at this team and not think, you know, if you really dig into last week. Um, so, Fez, let's let's take us back in time to when the Browns and Chubb cost you some money.
1: Yeah, late three and a half with the Browns. Uh-huh. Win game. Terrible conditions. Browns are grinding out the clock. Round midfield. Chubb breaks loose. He's down the sideline. He's going. Clock ticking down. Out He's of, running. Just makes a, a left hand turn. Illegal left hand turn on the one.
0: So he did. He didn't know where the he didn't know where the sideline was. Oh, he knew exactly where it was. Well, he he did not
1: score and he intentionally ran out of bounds on the one with under a minute to play and took a knee. Game over.
0: You might be surprised by this but we had some hidden microphones in your house at that point, and we had the tape. And, we, you know, we played this live pretty much after it happened contemporaneously, but here it is, a little walk down memory lane.
1: 50, 40, he'll be... But this way, they're not even going to give them the ball at
0: the one-yard line. Faz, how much did you have on that game? Well, the, with
1: these new TVs, you know they really don't cost anything. It's fine. All
0: right, next game.
1: By, by the way, with your half-point adjustment, that gets me to four and a half, which is exactly what the market is. I think I like to be with the market. <laughs> Or I don't. Well, I like the way I, you, that you could explain why it wasn't <laughs> not okay. No, this is another. This is very unusual. This is another game where my numbers don't agree with the marketplace, which makes Sunday. me think
0: you got to sharpen the pencil on those numbers.
1: I uh, well, that's what you're here for. <laughs> so New Orleans is at Carolina. Carolina opened plus two and a half. Carolina is now catching three points. Whoa! You know what? Whoa!
0: Now when was the the open was? The, we're talking about the Sunday. Open? Well, how could that be? Uh, we do we? Carolina didn't underperform. I mean, they didn't cover by half a point, but it's hard to look at that game and think you do a big downgrade.
1: I actually upgraded Carolina by half a point. Carolina won the stats. Yards per play, over five yards per play. They gave up under four. Now, I know the overall yardage was about equal.
0: but um, Well, let me explain on our projections, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So let's go over each one quickly. Carolina's perspective, by yards they should have won by one. By YPP, which you love, they should have won by seven. By EPA minus luck, they should have won by 10. Kevin Cole had them winning by 4. The first down projections was as z- even, so a uh, break-even game. And the EPA projections said they should have won by 1. You add it all up, they should have won by 4.2. So it sounds like you're right. I mean, every number speaks to it. Yeah,
1: and I think Carolina's getting treated as an 0-2 team. In my yeah. eyes, they're not 0-2. They're o and mm, they Two t- coin flip.
0: They tied Cleveland. And they tied the Giants. Exactly right. Okay. So if you look at the fourth quarter win share, pregame.com proprietary stat 41% chance Carolina had to win the game. So the stat, what we're saying is their game field reality wasn't as indicative because they lost too. So, I mean, the projection in a way was right. You're saying, hey, you go back and replay that game, that lucky play, that lucky play, Carolina played better. Yes. But the reality in the fourth quarter was they were slightly below 50%. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those, that's not incongruent, right? You can – because let's say there's just a couple of tip-pass interceptions, a team's up by 14 – they're not going to have much of a chance, the opponent, to win in the fourth quarter. It doesn't mean those interceptions are – they're valid. They're not going to – they're not predictive.
1: Right. If you get unlucky a couple times in the first half, then you're not going to have a good chance to win in the fourth quarter.
0: Carolina in week one against Cleveland had a th- only a 35% chance to win in the fourth. So both times their stats were good, but their performance wasn't as good. I don't know. Yeah, Is that a still, trend?
1: Well, 35 and 40% are still pre- – given you lost, are still pretty good numbers. Yeah,
0: rule, though, I'm not a fan.
1: No, and 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 also I want to ask you. So the hot seat that he's got to be one of the top coaches. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. You know, worrying about his job, and so you got the And Plus, you got a very
0: rich owner, even though he got a six-year deal to start. Remember mm. that. Mm. So in theory, that gave him more time. But that owner doesn't worry about that extra ten sticks. Mm. I so, so right. Carolina
1: was upgraded. New Orleans, I want to ask you about this. So I lowered New Orleans by a point. Okay, they lost to Tampa Bay. Mm. I lowered him by half a point for the performance on the field, but I docked him another half point. Just because I read up more about the whole Jameis Winston back injury, mm. it's only four breaks. Is that all? You know, that's um, I, You know, I think it would be rather difficult to play football you know, with a broken back. But, you know, I've never tried it before. I mean, you,
0: listen, no one ever said you were overly tough.
1: Yeah, I mean. um, ex- ex- exactly. So <laughs> I, I, I felt I felt compelled to knock him down another half point for the game, half point for the quarterback injury, so I lowered him a point. But
0: I think that's fair, but they only had an 11% chance to win that game in the fourth quarter win share, New Orleans or New Orleans. Let's look at the drive chart here. Um, yeah, this is fascinating. So the funny thing was – Brady was so frustrated, and then it's it just it, it all happened. It seems in the fourth quarter. Like, wh- what was your take on how that game ended, and, and what the score kind of should have been? I think it should have been ten to three. <laughs> I think
1: Tampa should have won. And you know, Tampa is morphing. Remember when they won the Super Bowl? Was it Trent Dilfer? I recall. The oh, Trent? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, with that, that's that's how this team it feels. Hold
0: on a second. Hold on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hold on. Dallas might have a top five defense. Saints might have a top five defense. If you win both games by double digits, are you really going to complain about the offense, or mm. is Brady doing what he needs to do to win these games?
1: You know, maybe I'm – doesn't Brady look like he, he's he got anorexia? He just – he
0: looks – So thin, you mean? He looks so thin. You know what it is? He, I'm going to speculate here. I don't Laser? know for sure. Some kind of work on the face. Mm. That seems clear to me. But, again, it's speculation Legally. I'd um, be funny, Tom Brady, uh, I almost would welcome it. Um, <laughs> publicity, baby. But, but if you think about it, that's the look you get when someone's gaunt, you know, when someone's really thin. So mm. the skin's so tight, I think it's deceiving. Because his, his throwing looks good. It's not like he's throwing. It's not like the ball, ball's fluttering on him, right? That's right. I mean, it seems to No, b- he looks good. But, but the stats aren't good. No. But they have, won two, they have won two games by double digits against two expected playoff teams, and especially one being their, his nemesis. Y- yeah, the team he can, he can never beat. So let's take a quick look at the stats in that game, and we'll usually just give the averages on this one. Um, this is going to be, again, uh, Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay average. You know, this is fascinating. They should have won by one and a half points. I want to dig into this. So yardage-wise, they should have lost. So they were out gained, huh?
1: Yeah, what happened was it, oh, here comes well, it was 20-3, to three, and then the Saints got the garbage-time double drive where they picked up a lot of yards to, oh. to, to, with their final two drives.
0: You know, Mackenzie, that brings up an interesting point. We should consider having not the 10% garbage filters, but maybe even with the basic stats we use for this, putting like 4% filters on, so it's like 4% 96%. That's the, we'll talk about that. Yeah, he's, he's going, I like that. Can, mm. can you hear me? Uh, okay. So, but here's the thing: yards per play was the same thing. Yeah. So you didn't mention that, Fed? I did not. It
1: didn't, well, I'm, didn't but, fit uh, but the, it, didn't fit the narrative. I'm sure if you if you took New Orleans yards per play in the first
0: three and a half quarters, uh, it's not going to be good at all. Oh, so even yards per play, you have to worry about Garashi. Okay. Um, well, it makes sense, right? Kevin Cole said the game was even. Even. It was five-one turnover. Uh, and, and we had um, first downs. It actually says Tampa should have won by seven. Okay. So it seems like, yeah, I think it's fair. The average was 8.6. I think maybe it should have won by a touchdown. I think, but now you're talking about maybe 10. All right. So where do you got Tampa relative to last or the start of the season? Yeah. So I've got Tampa right where they were
1: four and four. Their defense is playing out of their minds. Good. Now, they're low. They're low because Evans is suspended. So I took. I, I actually lowered them a point. For How them. many games did he get? One. And Lattimore got one. I don't know if Latimore suspended.
0: Really, that'd be interesting because yeah. apparently Lattimore just like yeah. just uh, mentally is always on his. F- if he finally got him to blow, but that's interesting. Now
1: normally Evans wouldn't be worth the point, but with the Godwin injury, mm-hmm. with Gage being injured, you know, I don't know what the Julio Jones' status what, if he's yeah. going to be 100%. I felt he's the cluster, never 100%. The, exactly. So the cluster injuries, I thought it was worth making Evans a point. I think that's
0: grade. probably correct. And so here's the concept: Imagine you have no good receivers going from zero to one is really important, right? Going from like three good receivers to four doesn't matter as much. So Fez's point is when you don't have, you know, in theory, if Evans is, or not if he's suspended, it's uh, who's the good receivers on that team right now. I mean, if, if Jones is out, right? And again, Jones, we saw one good game and he already missed the next one. Apparently they say he looks like he did five years ago. What, for 20 minutes? He, he looked great for a half. And it does bring up the point that you stress a lot. Certain teams, if you're looking at them for the season, you got to discount them if they're fragile. How fragile are they? Where you look at a team like, let's say, the Colts back in the day where Peyton Manning never got hurt, not much could have went wrong. In theory, they're going to be just as good across the season.
1: Well, look, look no further than the total, all right? Green Bay looked pretty good on offense against the Bears. So Tampa Bay is playing Green Bay. That total was 47-and-a-half. Now it's 41 and a half. Not weather. Wow. Dropped six points. Since when? When did it open? Last week. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Let's go to Detroit, Minnesota. No, Minnesota, one of these Monday night games. Uh, Pre-game research talks about Kirk Cousins struggling on Monday night. So I'm going to be, hmm.
0: I know he had a bad game. I don't know what to do with this number. The opener was minus seven. But what are you saying? Are you saying that because historically he struggled in primetime games, you would dismiss him struggling?
1: I would not wait it as much as a mm, regular game.
0: That's interesting.
1: So, you disagree with
0: on? that? No, you better believe that's interesting because I think here's what I would say. In fact, I do disagree. This is a powerful concept. You might want to focus in. Powerful. Maybe. I'm focused. I know, you were, I know you were fiddling with your numbers there. Okay. With your, you had your advocates no, out. No, I'm focused <laughs> on this game's numbers. Yeah, exactly. But I was going to make a point about it. Let's talk about the Jacksonville situation with the Colts, and we'll get to that game in a minute, but Mm -hmm. we all know Jacksonville at home has this amazing record against the Colts. It's been like since 2012 or whatever, right? Right. Okay. Now, there's two possibilities. That's something or that's random, right? Could be something. or could be random, right? A lot of people would scoff at you saying, or I say it's something. Do you think it's something? Yes. Okay. Do you have any idea what it is? no. Okay. I, 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 fair I agree with all that. But I know it, I
1: could have taken $100 and turned it into a million or something like it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point if you rolled it up. I
1: mean, it's, it, it's, it's gotten to the point of it just can't be random.
0: Well, I don't, I don't know about that because it's like every time the lottery hits— Someone hit like that $30 million in one shot, right? You know, that really is, that really is a great point. <laughs> it's just yeah. how many combinations are there behind the scenes of the things that could lead to that? I don't know. We
1: wake up in the morning, the sun comes up, the oceans are or the tides are coming in, and you look at Mars, Jupiter, the moon— there's nothing
0: <laughs> right yeah, that, that was that was profound. I don't know what that was. If I didn't know, guys, like, I'm gonna listen to that guy talk. <laughs> All right, so here's my point when I handicapped that game, the Jacksonville Colts, I wasn't gonna bet Jacksonville just because, and we had Jacksonville, I didn't, I wouldn't have bet them just because of that trend, but I figure that trend's either positive or it's neutral. It mm-hmm. ain't hurting me if I like Jacksonville, sure. Okay, but if you discount someone's bad performance and the trend's wrong, if it's just luck that Cousins hasn't done well, then you're carrying bad data forward. Mm -hmm. So you're making a much bigger bet on the trend by saying, I'm going to discount a bad performance because of the trend.
1: Yes, and even though I said that— And I'm uncomfortable with that. Even though I said that, what, looky here, I've got rating change, Minnesota. I docked him a point because I thought the second half against Philly— the fact that they baggled and couldn't score down 17. And you, you see it all the time. Team down 17, their final two drives, they always score. Mm-hmm. You know, the other teams playing soft and, and you know, Cousins is dinking and dunking down the field, can't score a point. That's
0: significant. Mackenzie, walk out here, please. We're going to have him on mic for this. Um, it was hilarious right now where you go, what's this? They're docked a point. It's like the Fezzik office is, like, sending you a dispatch. Uh, I mean, it was like you were doing the reveal or something. Mm. Mackenzie, who did I – you just got to talk loud so Mike can hear. Who did I say was the best pick of the week? Eagles. Now, I only say that because we're, we were two and three, so I got to take a victory mm. somewhere. No, I did really like that. I, I just thought that – I think what we saw was – but this worries me about Green Bay. Minnesota – there was Jeff, Jefferson was running so wild, meaning he wasn't covered. The announcers are saying, why is it? So as much as it's a like, congratulations for catching and running, if you're not being covered, I'm not sure how much that says about how good you are. You know, he did
1: nothing tonight also. And
0: You know the nothing. other team's going to be focused on it.
1: They were. I right, continue. All right, so they're playing Detroit. I upgraded Detroit a point. I liked everything I saw with Detroit. Now, they only won by eight or by nine. Big difference. Um, but the fact they got up twenty-two to nothing, I thought they just absolutely dominated the game. I was very impressed with the
0: Lions. Mm. Now I think the reason to be impressed was they had two linemen out, including their center, and it didn't seem to slow them down. That's kind of impressive. Let's look at Detroit. Let's look at this game. Now, see, Fred, you're not going to like this, I don't think. Let me see. Oh, it's okay. So the market or or all the numbers say Detroit should have won by seven. So okay. Okay. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry about that, Faz. It says they should have won by two, two. So let's go over the numbers real quick. Uh, Yardage says two. YPP says seven, and this is advantage Detroit. How
1: All come right. only so? They, they had seven yards per play. They only gave a five point two. That's a, like a butt kicking. Okay.
0: So Mackenzie, what's our calculation on that one? May, he, why don't he, he'll come out and explain? Mm. Um, he might lose some weight with the the mic situation. He already is. Yeah, well, that's true. It's going to help so accelerate. Haircut. I'm a big believer that a short haircut helps you. Helps you what? Lose weight. Wow. Hair doesn't why, get in your Why eyes. is your hair flowing in the wind?
1: Hair doesn't get in the eyes. <laughs> when you're working out, it's not such a pain.
0: But some people wear, like, the real fancy kind of girly headbands. Hmm. Okay, so the adjustment is times five. So if you and, and McKenzie had a three-tenths uh, or different. I'm not sure who's right. But in general, hey, listen, seven's a, a nice win. When you win by more than that, it's usually a lot of luck, right? These NFL teams, in general, the big blowouts are going to regress to the mean when you take out the luck. Yes. Because usually luck is on the side of the team that had the big blowout. Um, Kevin Cole had Detroit losing by four points. Losing by four. I tell really? I did have the other side, so I tend to agree with that. And okay, so Detroit should have lost by five if you look at the first downs, EPA says they should've won by thirteen, and the average of all of it says is they should've won by two. They should've won by two. So not I mean so mm. what but you look at the numbers. Like, you look at yards, you look at YPP. Um, oh, um, I guess YPP um, was big. Um,
1: yeah, I, I looked at the YPP and the game flow of the 22 nothing that they were up double digits the whole yeah, game. But
0: still, when you go up 22 nothing, here's the thing, and, and Cole was talking about this on his pod. I think NFL teams play pretty much the same on offense and the same on defense until you get, let's say, within five minutes of the, uh, the end of the third quarter. I think the last 20 minutes of the game, if you're, if you're really up, you start seeing a lot more running. Yeah. I don't think you see that in the second quarter. I agree with that. All right. So when they were up, I mean, so why would the points be more valid that Detroit scores early than the points that were scored by Washington a little bit later, but not in the, the crunch not in the garbage time? Because
1: zone. I think if I snapshotted the box score at the end of the third quarter, Detroit would have come across as completely dominating this game and that they should win by, you know, well,
0: 14 points. All right. So let's let's look at This is interesting. So let's look at the Washington-Detroit game, and let's see at the third quarter where we were. So the chance to win, let's look at Detroit at each of their possessions. So they were at 99% chance when it was 22-0, and uh, it was uh, four minutes left in the second quarter. So 99% then it went to 90 it stayed at 90 I don't nine. think those statisticians know what 99% means
1: because they <laughs> well, sure lose an awful they seem to lose one fifth of the time right well,
0: but here's the thing is the models are based upon history <laughs> but now these teams throw so much better, right mm-hmm. it's all relative but then as you get to the second uh, half detroit was at 88% one possession 88 76 87 99 100 so they were never below 76% to lo- to win the or to uh, never below that to win the game that's interesting but it, here's the thing that is just like the fourth quarter win chair which is saying what really happened on the field what actually happened and these stats are saying what should happen the next time they play which is removing the luck but i don't think it was
1: lucky that they crushed him in the first 18 minutes of this game. And I guess— They did get a safety, but, you know, they could have gotten—I mean, they got a strip sack. It could have been a touchdown. They got a safety.
0: I think of all the things you do, the thing I think that's the most touchy-feely, meaning it's not as um, objective, in my opinion, or empirical, is when you decide stats count and when they don't. Yes. It's one thing to say, I'm going to use the stats— but you can't then say, but by the way, let me edit them to my convenience.
1: Just like I did with the Jets game. I kind of like – it's like I turned off – It. it's literally like when I turn off the, the TV and I stop watching the game that my 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 conclusion has been made and I'm not giving Washington enough credit maybe for, you know, making a game of
0: it. I'm going to give you a challenge. Mm-hmm. Get a little notepad, keep it beside the TV, and then as you're watching the games, try to come up with an algorithm – and you don't. I'm not saying write the whole algorithm. I'm saying just write the conditions in which, when you would downgrade or downsize the importance of stuff. So it might yep. it might be because it's not going to be as simple as, you know, if it's the fourth quarter and they're up by twenty. I mean, remember, you can have the the NFL's projected win percentage chance as as a, a factor you consider. But I bet you could see in one season all the circumstances that you would have to put it if then to, because there could be 20 ex- ex- exceptions. No doubt. Because if you do that, you can back test it. Mm-hmm. If you do it by touch and feel, there's no back testing. That's, right?
1: that, you know, that's a great point. I did want to ask you about Detroit. Now, this was a shocking line move to me. All right, go ahead. Okay, so Detroit, hard knocks, public team, everyone very public. loved. Very D- Dan Co- Campbell. have been covering a ton. Exactly. But, whoa, what's going on here? Game day. Detroit now. Detroit's a two-point favorite. Boom! You blink, they become the underdog.
0: I had Carolina in the contest. Yeah. That explains it.
1: <laughs> Washington. Oh, I'm sorry, Washington. Yeah. I, had Washington. I, 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 you know, I mix those teams up also.
0: Yeah, it's, that's interesting. I, they both can hardly score. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, listen. I think it tells you Detroit is a paper tiger. Mm. They, because we're now moving like they're five points. They've been upgraded like five points from last year. If you look at the spreads, Oh, the yes, spread. yes. I mean, what do, you, what do you got them right now? I had them minus three, 26 best team in the league. So I'm guessing your numbers say that betting against Detroit's good this week.
1: Uh I have to upgrade. I have to update my number for Monday
0: Night Football. All right, so, so I let's name. do
1: it live. What game? What game? We okay, do, so I game? got D- Detroit's at Minnesota. I got Detroit. It, um, it I opened. think
0: you got to downgrade Minnesota a point.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. So Minnesota seven point favorite before the game was played. If we downgrade them a point, we'd make them a six point favorite. I did downgrade Minnesota a point. I make this game six. Well, you,
0: you did downgrade Minnesota a point yes. off of tonight. Yes. But that's what we just did. But then you said, I did downgrade. And what, what were you talking about? What th- I think you were talking about the other team.
1: Minnesota got a one-point downgrade. Mm-hmm. Detroit got a one-point
0: upgrade. Okay. The- that, oh, the- so you that's what you said. You misspoke and said. Okay. I misspoke. So, so I make it that, six. You make it six. in the market is? We don't know yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Might be opening up. Mackenzie, look for that, Minnesota. See if we got it anywhere. All right. Let's keep going. All right, Kansas City,
1: fascinating
0: game at Indianapolis. Ooh, okay. I mean, let me ask you this. Have you seen a team that was expected to make the playoffs play so poorly the first two games ever?
1: You know, the only example I can—no is the answer, but the only— Possibility. Remember that dream team, the, the Redskins. They were supposed to win twelve games. They got in, brought in all those yeah, free agents, yeah. and they were
0: they were not good. They had that Raiders cornerback with the crazy name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. That's the that's a, a, not that, in, that, in Dartway, but that's yeah. the only one I, I throw out.
1: So I do. I want to talk about the summer line. So the summer line. Oh no, I want to talk about the look ahead line because it was three on this game. Mm-hmm. So okay. Who was favored? Uh, Kansas City was favored. Mm-hmm. So he's catching three of the road favorite. Yes, um, the opener was six and a half. Mm-hmm. and that is the current line. Uh, some sevens popping up mm-hmm. as well. I make this game five.
0: Okay, so you that makes sense because one of the great meaning that you're on the Colts, or at least the value seems to be on the Colts. Here's the thing. The people tend to, like if you ask people their opinion on the Colts, I'm talking about informed NFL people, not necessarily professional batters. They're going to say, about 90% of their thinking is going to be about the two games this year. Right. And if anything the expectations is going to make be bad where they're going to think of the contrast between what we've really seen and the expect and, and which and the expectations which is my god they've been a disaster. They were supposed to be good. The fact they were supposed to be good becomes a negative to the average person, but to you and to pros it's a positive because you have something yes. called a prior. And the prior was all the IQ collectively of everyone, the idea that they are going to say, this is how good the Colts are. 10-win team. And now because of two games, one of them, and this is very analogous to you downgrading the Cousins' bad performance by saying it doesn't matter as much. Well, they haven't won down in Jacksonville for a decade almost. So maybe we dismiss it a little bit. I'm not saying we should, but doesn't that extension, doesn't that follow? Yes, it does. So, but I think in general, you're going to downgrade, even if you max downgrade them. So the summer line was what? You're saying, uh, what was Six, the summer? Three. Okay. So what we're saying is, I don't think KC could get two upgrade. I mean, maybe a half point on the season.
1: Uh, Yep, they got them half a point.
0: All right, so that would take us a little toward, but they got three. Now, the idea of the Colts being downgraded by one and a half each game, I think is, I'd say two and a half points maybe combined. Isn't crazy?
1: Two and a half is what I've got
0: them. All right, so... The market's, though, going to react more. so I yeah, think And we're anything, going
1: through key numbers here. We're going through three. Which means three, the, the move's even we're bigger. We're going through six. Well, yeah. we're going off of three. Yes, right? we're going off of three, and we're going through four, and we're going through six. So you're six. saying they're
0: moving even more than just the, the point count, seems like, and thus it's too much.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, you know, one theme that we might want to look towards is with the shortened preseason and players not playing much, if at all. Mm-hmm.
0: But why would one team have more of a disadvantage than another with that? They do quarterback teams. Yeah, that's so So
1: – you know Denver with Wilson, mm-hmm. Carolina with Baker, mm-hmm. Washington with Wentz, Ooh. Pittsburgh Trubisky. Ooh. The only the only outlier, Mariota with Atlanta. But you know what? Mariota played the whole preseason. Mariota mm-hmm. was balls to the wall from game one in the preseason.
0: Plus, I mean, that, I mean, let's be honest though. How much love do we want to give Atlanta when so much of that scoring came late for them? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, don't we discount that?
1: Yes. It's a weird game. Atlanta was down eleven, and they threw a pick six at the end of the first half.
0: Yeah, but but that happens, right? I mean, that—that's so you're saying
1: should have been 14 to six, not 21 to three at the end of the first half.
0: Okay. Well, under that, so who do you think Atlanta should have won the game? (laughs) I mean, because under that theory, no,
1: because Atlanta blocked a punt at the end when they were down 14 (laughs) for a touchdown. So they got they got their own.
0: So they blocked the punt. They got lucky. They blocked the punt to make it 31 23, and then got the two. By
1: the way, this is this is a sweeping change. The NFL has accepted the the um, the analytics of down eight late, mm-hmm. you go for two. I would mm-hmm. say three-quarters of at least of the teams do and it The
0: theory now. of that is if you make it, then you kick the extra point, you win the next touchdown. If you miss it, you get a second chance to tie. Exactly. So, you got a 50% chance to win so right then like and there. 12.5%, right? 62.5%, yes. All right. right on. I'm on it, Fez. I'm on You're it. You're on that. All right. Now, um, let's see here. After that, this is interesting, there was a fumble. By the uh, Rams, right? They, they fumbled. And then an INT thrown by Mariota. And then a safety. And it was,
1: and it was a third and long on that, that INT. So that was, I, I liked it. A lot of quarterbacks just chuck it out of bounds. Mariota uh-huh. said, I'll try, I'll try to have my player make a play.
0: Uh, yeah, so like an arm punt. Yes. And then, though, Atlanta got the ball back with six seconds. And they fumbled. I guess it was a fumble, ruski or, or a uh, cow kind of play. Yeah. Okay. What's
1: interesting about the safety? So the Rams are laying ten and a half. So Ooh. we don't we don't tease ten and halves, but other people do.
0: So so it went from a six point game to a four point game. So the teasers went down on the Rams. Yes. But hmm. but I didn't see that final fumble play. Was there any chance? Because if they would have ran it back, it would have been. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, one thing about the the safety that made this easy. Well, it's pretty easy to take it. Obviously, you take a safety up six down four, but it's even easier when your last punt got block, blocked for a touchdown. So don't
0: let him kick it again. So, I don't, you know, we don't judge other handicappers like McKenzie or A.J. or Scott Seidenberg. But did you hear they took plus 10 in the contest? I mean, I, it won. I don't think they can hear it. It won, but how square is that? It opened 13 and then the the super contest had a 10 and a half.
1: Well, to to be fair, oh. to be fair, it, you're right, it did open 13, but that opener was before they that was the, 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 the it's weird they're not they, making much of a case. <laughs> it was plus 13 before Atlanta played week one, and Atlanta's a lot better than we thought they okay. were. Okay, okay, but,
0: but what I'm but but let's just say that if 10 and a half is at the super contest, how do you take 10? Yes. Because I get you're saying, well, they're not in that contest, but I'm saying it tells you it was such a close call yeah. between those two lines. And the market was what? It was 10 and a half at the time. Close,
1: market was 10 most of the week, but close 10 and a half. Yeah.
0: So yeah. the late money came in against them. That's right. So they had negative closing line value. Yes. What do you think of that?
1: I hate negative closing yeah. line. To, to the point of, I'm, you know, I'm always advocate. If I you know. love a team, I'm like, don't play the bad number in the contest. Just bet it. Because a bet in a, playing it in a contest is an implied bet. And I don't like making implied bets at bad numbers.
0: So when I told you don't play against the Jets, I mean, pretty. I mean, I knew it was going to come down to the end.
1: <laughs> God, next game. Think about the Jets. The Jets really—you could argue—at the end should have landed six, which would have been a fiddle in the middle on that game with a missed extra point. And the,
0: all right. Uh, look, I mean, that Cleveland kicker is a roller coaster. Got
1: I, I, I have to tell you, before we go to the next game. The entertainment value of the NFL, nothing
0: compares. Especially with these comebacks.
1: My goodness. Here we go. So Las Vegas at Tennessee, another Monday night football game, double Monday night. So uh, this line was Tennessee the dog at home, plus one. We will see where that was the opener. That's what it was before they kicked off tonight. We'll see where it goes with Tennessee's poor performance. I can only think Vegas is probably going to take some more money.
0: All right. Let's keep going. All
1: right. Philadelphia. At Washington, another Monday night game. Philly looked great. This line, Washington home dog four. Uh, that's where it was when the game kicked off. With Philly looking as good as they did, I think it goes up to five.
0: Okay, so I think the matchups, I, I like Philly a good bit. The matchups were, I think, driving some of this. I also think that here's the thing about Hurts. If you're going to make a bet, let, let's say there's, we've all had friends or maybe ourselves in some way that we've been the same way for a long time And it's hard to change. And you can say in year 22, someone's going to change, but they usually don't, right? Well, Hurts has been famous for working so hard, being so focused, he keeps improving. He went from Alabama, where he got benched for Tua, to Oklahoma. He was a Heisman candidate there, to a second-round pick that was almost laughed at in some cases, to, oh, he's not so bad, is he, when he replaced him at first year, Mm -hmm. to... Um, boy, he, he's passing better, but hey, uh, the Bucks shut him down. To, man, he looks good. He, it, it, It's just amazing. As far
1: as being a hard worker, they showed some clips at halftime tonight. Him bench pressing in high school and college. He could, I, I'm sorry, him squatting 500 pounds, just showing how hard, how many quarterbacks can squat 500.
0: 31 pass attempts, five incompletions, 333 yards.
1: You know, there was one play in particular I have to talk about. So he's running, he's scrambling a little bit out of the pocket, wide open deep ball. Literally, if I could hand the ball to the wide receiver, you want to, you want to underthrow him by half a yard, right? Not by two yards, but
0: just barely make sure. The theory is if you, if there's, uh, the defense is good, he can come back to the ball easier because he's looking at the ball more than, okay.
1: Yeah. You don't, you certainly don't overthrow him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but if he's if he's a yard or two ahead you want it right So I could so, so if I right exactly so I, if I could have walked down there and handed the wide receiver the ball it's so exactly he here throw. through it was it was perfection now, I mean it could have plus or minus 2 it still would be a touchdown but it was perfection
0: You I mean you really respect the eye test or your eye test it'd be the Fed's eye test Does Hertz hurts look like what 1 to 32 as an NFL quarterback you know ranking in the league This week no, but just like, this, week this week one. Oh, <laughs> as, he, so he's playing as well as anyone can play in that one game. Yes. Well, but, even having the potential to do that. Because I, I wouldn't say that about Tua, even though he had a good game. I
1: agree, like the eye test says two had six touchdowns for almost 500 yards. He still looks a little clumsy. But you
0: can't, you can't, you can't, no, I know, but we got to give him credit, but we're saying the eye test says, at least in your eyes, not as good as the numbers. Yeah, but he's left-handed, so it's it's awkward when I watch him. You know, he always seems— Well, Steve Young didn't look clumsy, did he? No, he didn't. Go ahead.
1: All right. Uh, by the way, I make this game only two and a half. All right. All right. This so this give, the before game give the game again. Philly at Washington. Okay. Okay. This is before an adjustment. So I'm going to bump Philadelphia up for their performance, and maybe I'll, I'll get to three. I'm sure. Uh-huh. But here, I think it made a mistake. So I gave Washington two for the home field. Uh-huh. I don't think they deserve anything. I think this is going to be
0: well. Com- remember, you, as you say, that you got to get the sleeping in your own bed. Fourth one. Okay.
1: But this is an example. I think it's going to be all Philly crowd. I think this is going to be a huge every year. This is a this is more than fifty percent Philly fan.
0: All right. Game. So maybe, yeah. But you're saying for this case, maybe nothing for the home field, but in general, Washington's won.
1: Yes. All right, go ahead. All right, let's go Houston at Chicago. I'm not missing this game. Um,
0: Now, let me, I haven't seen this line. Let me think about this. Houston at Chicago. I think the line's going to be Chicago three. Okay, Chicago's two and a half. Mm -hmm. Open two and a half. It's currently two and a half. I make it two, and I have these teams equal. That's interesting. See, I would have thought because – well, I guess they played on Sunday night and looked bad. If this game what was? – let's look at the look ahead on this. Before this bad performance by Chicago – was three. Yeah, see? There see. you go.
1: Yes. You know, it's interesting that this bad performance by Chicago, it's it's such a game of, of inches that literally uh, Chicago tra- trails by 14. It's early in the fourth quarter, fields fourth and goal, and he's on the one-inch line. It looks like he crossed the plane by two inches. I know he crossed the plane by two inches, but it's the sea of humanity. They don't give him the touchdown, and they don't see enough to overturn it. So Chicago scores 10, way under expectations. They really should have scored 17, hmm. that
0: one play. All right, let's go. How All many right. games we got left? We got s- five games. All right. Um, you know what I'm going to do, Fez? I'm going to let you— do the next game, I'm gonna go get a big glass of water because I've been dying and I'll be back. So this is Fez. So imagine if I said Fez, you just do the whole show. It'd be like this for the next five minutes. Go ahead.
1: So this game is not in Hawaii, it's Jacksonville at the LH the LA Chargers. So open seven.
0: Waikiki or the rest of the island.
1: Exactly. The rest of the island, North Shore baby, pineapples. Um marketplace has the Chargers minus seven. I make this I make this game six and a half, but I gotta tell you. I don't know what to do with the chargers because this whole Herbert injury with the um torn rib cartilage that sounds like, you know, instead of saying broken rib, saying torn cartilage, <laughs> maybe not as bad. Um I could only look towards Jacksonville. I did upgrade Jacksonville a point and a half, so a major, major upgrade. Really like uh, what Jacksonville is doing on offense with um, Kirk and and their weapons, and Lawrence looks like a totally different quarterback. I lowered the Chargers by one, not because they lost to Kansas City. If anything, I was leaning towards upgrading them because they gave up that 99-yard pick six. However, um, I'm really worried about Herbert's health, and because of that, I downgraded the Chargers one point. I make it six and a half moving forward green bay at tampa bay battle of the bays i have both these teams in our summer contest one of them to win the super bowl the opener was tampa minus three the market has dropped to tampa bay minus two and a half i agree with that i make tampa bay minus two and a half for me this is all about tampa bay getting a downgrade so i upgraded green bay a point that's obvious green bay better um everyone relax everything's okay with green bay What isn't obvious with Tampa Bay, and we spoke about it earlier in the pod, is the fact that despite the nice win against the Saints, really thin at wide receiver with Evans getting suspended, instead of upgrading Tampa by half a point, I did that, and then I moved them down a point for the Evans suspension, a half point being worse, and I ultimately got to what the number is. Market says Tampa Bay minus 2.5.
0: Okay, but you say don't worry about Green Bay. Could I spin the tail this way? Green Bay plays a Minnesota team that in Week 2 looks like crap. I mean, they get dominated. Mm. They dominate green Bay. So you might say, okay, well, what did green Bay do in week two? They beat one of the two or three worst teams in the league. So what has green Bay done? That's given us any confidence.
1: Well, you know, you, you bring up the Minnesota. I didn't have time to think about that Minnesota game because it just went final, mm-hmm. but it's, it's an excellent point where we talk about strength of schedule because now, so green Bay, they, um, they won in the trenches against Chicago. Bears didn't look good in the trenches against San Francisco. And now Minnesota looked like just terrible garbage in their game that just ended. It's a good point. So maybe Green Bay um, probably have them overrated a little. You know, with the, with the spread less than three, probably got to lean to Tampa Bay. I agree. All right. All right. That's Ad- why I'm here, buddy. Exactly right. Atlanta at Seattle. Now, this is very interesting. This opened Seattle minus 2.5, home favorite. It's dropped to Seattle minus 1.5.
0: I make it one and a half. I can't F. believe that Open. So they're saying Atlanta is even with Seattle? Y- yes. Well, Denver looks like crap again, which makes that Seattle win a little less impressive. Also, it was their Super Bowl. Seattle looked horrible the next game. And they're saying they're even with Atlanta that that almost beat the Rams and almost beat the Saints? Yeah, and and, and also... I don't know where they're staying, but I know Atlanta
1: is staying on the West Coast, and I like that.
0: Now I know San Francisco focuses on that game. San Francisco
1: has perfected this, but yes, I I really well, like they it. they did t- with
0: Harbaugh. It's been a long time. Yeah, they, but they, they innovated. It might be the fair, y- y-
1: f- fair enough. And at the Greenbrier in West Virginia, etc. But I like the idea of you're avoiding all distractions. You're for Atlanta. I think we just daydreaming about that resort. Yeah, it sounds good. Sulphur Springs. Owen oh two Atlanta. Um, I expect them to be focused, and I agree with the line move.
0: Okay, you know, this was a reason I was a little another reason I came off in New England, and this is a similar thing I was thinking, okay, they went down to Miami early. Mm. And it was like, that is a focus on that game, and the heat down there, et cetera, they lose, then they go fly home, and then in a day or two, they got to go back to Pittsburgh. I felt like they might have been a little where the commitment one week maybe hurts you the next week. So I think and I'm not saying it's the case here, but maybe it'll hurt them week three. Yeah, mm. but but sometimes I think in general you can get up for – I mean, we, I think we've seen it with Seattle. You can, you can only get up so many times. They they were flat this last week
1: yes. after that.
0: But go, And so was Denver in a way, though maybe they're just not any good. And, and, and maybe it's back to this new
1: quarterback. takes going to take a month to get used to the offense. And,
0: and the Shanahan offenses in general are slow – quarterbacks are slow to adopt. Mm-hmm. Uh, 49ers
1: at Denver. Ooh. Opener, Denver minus two and a half.
0: Now, I got to say, we have a moratorium on any Trey Lance slander, as they say. Because let's be honest, the guy, I mean, you know, I was listening to um, Trent Dilfer. And he was saying, you know, this could be, to use his phrase, a career killer. I mean, let's be honest. Now, year three, the guy, because remember, he missed the COVID. They played one game. So this is going to be like a 1,000 days. When he next takes a snap, it'll be a 1,000 days he's played like four games. <laughs> Think about it. It's a game a year, right? <laughs> I mean, so even – I mean, like someone made the point about Ted Williams going to fight in Korea. You know, it's like at some point it's like he could have went to a war and came back. Mm. And it, 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 like, are we going to act like he's not going to be rusty his first, you know, half season? And now you're three and a half years in. Wow. I, I mean – if he, he would, let's just say this: if he stinks, it doesn't matter because he would have stank anyway. If he was going to be good, I think there's a chance he looks like he stinks, even though maybe he, intrinsically he shouldn't. I don't know. What do you? Are you optimistic about him? No, I'm optimistic about Jimmy G, who looks good and who I
1: have as three points better than Trey Lance. I am you on you a understand. complete island. I mean, on yeah. an island. But now
0: I heard the in game; it didn't move at all. Not at all. So that, I mean, I, do you take that seriously?
1: Well, I think there's a perception. I know I'm on an island with my ratings. I know people. Not I, well, just
0: Here's the thing. You I ever,
1: bet San Francisco.
0: That's fine. But you ever hear the story about the bear and the bear's chasing the two people and the sure. guy, and he says, I don't have to be fashion the bear, I gotta be fashion you. If you make it a two-point adjustment... You're still going to be on an island. Why make it so extreme? I Just because I'm telling the truth. You're telling your truth. I'm telling my truth. (laughs) Well, What's interesting is,
1: so we have had a three-point line move, but there's a lot going on. Obviously, San Francisco completely dominated Seattle in the trenches. Okay. And Denver stunk, even though they won by seven. If you watch that game against Houston, wowza. That was, you know, you've you've opened up the, the wallet to pay Russell Wilson. And finally, you know what Denver just said? They're like, we're going to punt fourth and one. And we're going to run the ball a lot, and Houston's not good enough to beat us, and they ground out a seven-point win. All
0: right, so let's look at the stats on that game. The average was Denver winning by, let's take a gander here, eight and a half points. So pretty much on the mark, or on the result.
1: Yes, and it wasn't like I actually had Denver in my survivor. Mm-hmm. And I was never overly— so you're still alive.
0: A lot of people out of that Yes, day, so I was
1: never overly concerned that Denver was going to lose the game. But you know what? You know, Russell Wilson did not impact upon me any level of confidence whatsoever. Um, and it's interesting how the 49ers—both these teams were lined at 10 for season wins before the season started. We're two weeks in, and now the 49ers are favored at Denver, a historically very difficult to play place to play early in the year. All right, Monday Night Football. Dallas at the New York Giants. Opened, Giants minus three. It's down to two and a half, Giants minus two and a half. Um, I make it, Giants minus two and a half. I upgraded Dallas two points for that Cincinnati win. Mm. Now one one and a half of those two points was I had to upgrade Cooper Rush. That just the feeling was a major concern that he just wasn't even a capable backup quarterback. And now I feel that he is. So he's Oh, he won a game. I mean has he only started two games? He's, yeah, he beat the Vikings. He's perfect. He's perfect against two playoff-type caliber
0: teams. I mean, listen, uh, A minimum, it means he can do— I mean, Yeah, I don't—it's so—it's interesting. It's just his pedigree that had people so down on him, like Oops. looking at his college or whatever. Or, he, he, we he, don't have any numbers that say it was bad. He's played and he's played
1: terribly when he did play. I don't know if it was preseason stats or uh-huh. mop up and, and during the regular season. But I don't
0: think you don't do mop up anymore. Yeah, and if right. they do, they're not I throwing know. the ball very much, right? Well, he
1: got he got in when the um, when when the year Dak got hurt.
0: Okay, so but in theory you start. Oh, that one game, you mean? I don't have the stats. All right. So Dallas, were are saying let's look at the score here. The average score was they should have won by one point two points. Considering that Dallas, you know, was up 17-3, 17-6, 17-9, then it got 17-17, and Dallas wins with a field goal, They, I'm kind of surprised that the stats only say Dallas should have won by one. But I guess, you know, what do you think of Cincinnati? I mean, I guess I'm a little befuddled by this. It's all the O-line.
1: Yeah. We... we- they address, an they address. They They replace the O line. It's like having a washing machine that doesn't work, and they bring in a nice, shining washing machine, mm-hmm. and that doesn't work either. Yeah. And they got a really good quarterback. Do you think it improves because the cohesion improves? Sure, but how long is it going to take?
0: How long is Burrow going to stay upright?
1: Yeah, that's you know a key point. Is Burrow going to get hurt? You know, I mean, we saw Herbert get, get you know with the ribs. We're seeing lots of quarterback injuries. With the hits that Burrow's taken, it's only a matter of time. We're we're playing roulette with him.
0: We're getting uh, over the wire. We're seeing who are the top winning percentage quarterbacks of all time. Number five, Tom Brady, 77%. Hmm. Number four, Patrick Mahomes, 80%. Tide, Daryl LaMonica. Don't know who he is. Place wide receiver. 80%. The great, Otto Graham, 81%. <laughs> Number one. Cooper Rush 100%. Well, how can you argue with that? Autogram eat my dust. Go ahead, Fed. Uh, I'm got to worry about So how much have you down- how much have you downgraded Cincinnati?
1: Cinci this season. Just a point. What? Yeah. Remember they they played this, they played the Steelers. Now maybe I should downgrade maybe.
0: them. What does that mean? They played the Steelers. You say it like that. What does that mean? They made the playoffs. They were like At some minus. Point.
1: They were minus five in turnovers in that game, and they missed an extra point. And then McPherson well, missed they, a they field didn't, goal. They didn't
0: miss an extra point. Got blocked. And that, so yeah, that that's not it. luck. That that skill. Well, their
1: snapper was out for the game, so they had a backup you play snapper. Steelers, that, you get hurt. <laughs> the backup snapper couldn't snap the ball, so they missed the field like goal extra point. Sounds
0: like bad coaching. That's There's not it. a second
1: guy on the team who can snap? Uh, you know what? If R.J. Bell was on that team, you could have snapped better than I, than I that don't. That was
0: better. never my thing. Yeah, hand-eye coordination, baby. It was, but it, really, you ever see someone really do that? It is a, a violent move to get that ball mm. as quick as they want it. Yes. I continue.
1: All right, so back to Dallas. I'm worried about the fallen star thing, where the team just comes up with the Herculean effort, which they just did with Cooper Rush, and now exhale. I know it's a big division game, but no, um, I don't
0: think so. If anything, I think it invigorates. Think of the opposite. They get beat by. Remember the game where the first game Dak was out. Mm-hmm. It was Monday night, and they got crushed on Monday night. Mm-hmm. You, I, I can't it's, remember. It might have been Minnesota, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Imagine if that happened this time. you think they'd be all energized for the comeback no, or would they be they'd,
1: demoralized? They'd be like our odds of making the playoffs are 10%. We're I think
0: this picks everything up. Cooper yeah, Rush right. to- I mean, I think this is one where uh, if you lose this week it, and it's on Monday night? Yes. They're not going to be down for and Monday night. you are right. And you, and
1: they're playing the Giants and the Giants are another 0-0 and two team that's this but they're 2 and 0. Yeah. So, you know, I I make it 2 and 0 that's what the number is, but um you know, the gut says I don't want to bet on the Gi- the Giants aren't. I Giants agree. are as phony as phony can be. I almost want the Giants right?
0: to win so they're three and zero. Yeah, them the next week. Yeah, right, we
1: got anything else? That's it. All right. If any closing thoughts? Uh, just I th- I really want to track the teams that picked up new quarterbacks: Denver, Carolina, Washington, Pittsburgh. I'm not counting Atlanta because Mariota played the whole preseason. I think.
0: Oh, no, you got to count it and put a fine. caveat. Jeez.
1: So, so I want to look at those teams for showing more yeah. improvement than any, no, any I'm other I'm not teams. saying
0: that you have to assume that Atlanta is going to play bad. I'm saying, but if you look at the numbers, you got to count them in the mix.
1: Yes, yeah, so, that's, so that's one thing. The second theme is that now that it's becoming widespread to go for two when you're down eight late in the game— the seven is just not nearly as important as it's been historically. So mm-hmm. when you're teasing that plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half, it's not worth as much. Wait a anymore. minute, the Wong advantage teaser, the Wong isn't advantage, as much as advantage. Well, the two and a half up to eight and a half is good, but the one and a half oh, up to a seven point. and a half is not as good.
0: That's a good point. Mackenzie's saying, give us best bet. No, you don't need to get a best bet. This isn't a pick show. This is a information show. We recap, we look at the line moves, and then on Wednesday, well, we tape Wednesday. You get it Thursday it is the extravaganza of picks. And by the way, a couple things happening here. One, the new Straight out of Vegas AM is starting on Tuesday morning and will be daily weekdays. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we got tomorrow on Tuesday taping for the Wednesday release of college football pick show. I mean, this is an extravaganza for free. Beautiful. Send me cheese plates. Or I like exotic meats. If you just want to send, just put Vegas and R.J. get here. <laughs> Don't send them till Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you in a day or two, and look out for those other shows. Thank you.